just because you spent two minutes mm. thinking about what your why is, that's not goal setting. I'm going to give the version of what I thought it was, as arty-farty, yeah. fluffy-duffy fluffy. stuff that yep. I just was a bit like, yeah, not for me. Going through the grind and, you know, a wet, soggy day in November and, you know, your kids in tow, you know, taking them to viewings. There will 100% have been times when you have gone, why am I doing this again? Because I'm not materialistic. And by contrast, my vision board is full of Ferraris and super yachts. Suddenly, yeah, I want the diamond ring by June. It's, uh... Did you buy the diamond ring? Actually, we're... yeah, I haven't got long. Welcome to the Net Gain Club podcast. In this episode, we're talking about goal setting. Does it work? How can you refine it and make it work for you and your situation? And we also talk about the pressure that I am now under to buy my wife an expensive diamond ring. Let's get into it. Mark, goal setting. After the count of three, does it work? Yes or no? Three, two, one, yes. It depends. <laughs> you hate and it depends, don't you? Just commit. Commit to the yes or no. Yes, if it's done correctly <laughs> in the right way. <laughs> you, need, you need to start a career in politics. Well, at the end of the day, I'm sure there are, I, and I, I can think of some examples, I'm sure there are plenty of people who happen upon success without necessarily having mapped it out for themselves. I'm, I'm sure that's probably true. But I guess what we're talking about is whether or not you're prepared for that to happen by accident or whether you are going to take control and create some direction for yourself. That's really what this is all about, right? So what you're saying is yes, but there are some outliers that we're not going to talk about. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Right. So I guess the point of goal setting is that there are so many different books, so many different ways to yeah. do it, so many different theories. And you come from a sports yeah. background where yeah. psychology and goal setting was a huge part of it. Has that affected how you do your goal setting compared to what other people may do in the property investor space? Yeah, very much so. Because um, for me, it that there has to be an outcome from it. I think that's the most important thing that, you know, I come from a a results-based uh, background, if that makes sense. So I think there has to be uh, there has to be an outcome. There has to be an output from the process. And I think sometimes that is a trap that people can fall into: is the goal-setting process itself becomes an example of procrastination, um, where you know there's there's a lot of time and effort put into. Um, lots of nice uh, colouring pencils and, uh, and making things all look beautiful and lovely. But what's the output? And and also, I guess, and this is actually something that I, I don't think personally I do very well. I'm very good at preaching some of this stuff. That doesn't mean I'm very good at doing it, is the follow-up and holding yourself accountable and, mm -hmm. and the measurement of your goals. And I think that's what I mean is, you know, this isn't going to work, I don't think, if it's just a, a one-hit you know, we all we all do it, don't we? January the first, we're all suddenly bombarded by um, New Year's resolutions, and and we're all spurred on to do that. And then if you don't revisit that again during the course of the year, or have 
metrics and 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 whereas I know you're much more um, practical. Is that the right word? But you're you're much yeah. more diligent about how that breaks down into actionable steps. I, I like we're a, quite. I like a spreadsheet. We're quite different in our approach to goal setting. I think, yeah. aren't we? We've talked about this before. Yeah, and as I said, there are so many ways to do it because different things work for different people and yeah. different personalities. Yeah, and equally in a partnership, yeah, that could be very different as well. Yeah. So. You and your wife, Caroline, yeah. do you sit down together and work on it? We do, um, but I'm definitely the driver to do that. I think um, Caroline uh, likes to focus on the day-to-day, -day, finds it difficult to zoom out, finds it almost uncomfortable, in a sense, to zoom out, but but also finds it, I, th I think, I'm speaking on her behalf, but I think she finds it a useful process when we do do that because it gives some meaning and direction behind that day-to-day -day effort because at the end of the day, this is about being productive rather than about being busy. Exactly. And I think it's easy to be busy, but is it? are you being productive? Are you genuinely moving things one step closer every day towards the outcomes that you're looking to, to to work towards. And I think that that is what is the most crucial bit about goal setting for yeah. any company, any business, yeah. but particularly in property investing, because as much as it may be sold as a quick way to make money and yeah. you're, you know, you're going to be financial freedom in a year, two years. Yeah. To be able to do that, you have to know you are focusing on the right things to be able to create that success. And yeah. we've all been there. We've all been lost yeah. without focus, not quite sure exactly what actions we need to be taking that are going to make those that impact straight away. Yeah. So that's where the goal setting stuff comes in place. And I actually quite enjoy having a third party get involved. Yeah. In that process, as you said, almost that accountability side of things as well. So whether that is a coach or a mentor or business partners or whatever it is, to be able to 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 have that accountability and yeah. set it, then it feels official. You yeah. know, it, it, there's this little bit of, as you said, color, I'm not a colouring pencil. I don't know if you can know me well <laughs> by now, Mark, but my drawing skills are to be desired, <laughs> as is my handwriting. Um, so I'm... I, I, the visual board stuff i would love if i could have something really pretty and yeah. artistically expressive it's not me do you find that challenging that side of it oh absolutely yeah. i you i asked my husband ryan it is yeah. it is the bit i struggle with the most and i admit that quite often to my coaching students yeah. and like you said yeah. you're not you you're not always the best person at it but yeah. one of the reasons i love coaching is because i i get reminded regularly yeah to make sure it's done and that I'm following up. And of course we all, you know, I can't say that I've, every single year I have looked at it every single week. You you have yeah. moments where things come up and things change. Yeah. Um, but I struggle massively with the visualization. Yeah. Whereas um, I'm the opposite. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I, I, I love a vision board. I find it, quite, I'm a, I, I guess, a bit of a dreamer. I, I'm, I'm quite... I, I keep that vision in the forefront of my mind. I'm quite good at that. And then I lose interest quite quickly then when it comes to actually translating that into whatever format it might be, a document, you know, actionable steps. Mm. But, I, I, you know, I'm relatively good at staying focused. It's not that then I actually drift, but equally I can certainly get better in that area is, is um, making sure that my activity is on track with that vision. But 
yeah, it's funny, isn't it? How different personalities mm-hmm. um, respond and and uh, and go more, move more comfortably into different areas of goal setting. And I think as well when you know that becomes a that becomes a, a barrier to a lot of people because yeah. you don't feel comfortable. It's not normal. Yeah, some people have done vision boards, and that's. I'm I'm gonna give the version of what I thought it was as arty farty, yeah. fluffy duffy fluffy. stuff that yeah. I just was a bit like, yeah, not for me. And yeah. you know, there's still that little bit sometimes in the back of my head. I've seen it come to fruition, so I know yeah. fine well that visualization part works. Yeah. And it was something that um, my husband brought up in a book, Manifest, which is behind your head by Roxy <laughs> Nafuzi. She talked a lot about okay, so some people struggle with. Because I'm not materialistic. Yeah. I like things, sure, but I don't sit there going, I want this fancy watch and I want that yeah. thing. I want to go see things. I want to experience things. Yeah. I want to feel things. Yeah. And one of the things that was in that book was about you can describe a feeling. Mm. And actually, whether that's a feeling of peace, of whether that's a feeling of fulfillment, of travel, of awe, what, you know, whatever that is and i think that really helps some people because you almost get told that if you don't have the big fancy stuff on it you're not doing it right yeah and that's that i find really challenging because i want it to 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 be quite clear about what it you know all the other stuff and the things and the way i think it's not it's not that way so that's why i found it challenging yeah and now that you kind of allow yourself to go well okay a feeling is good it allows you then to go, okay, well, what's going to bring me that feeling? Yeah. And that then helps me because I and I go, right, here's the actionable steps into making that happen. And by contrast, my vision board is full of Ferraris and super yachts. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't, but it's not. Well, actually, have I ever showed you my original vision board? Have I showed I you that? I think you showed me your original it. it's one. It's pretty embarrassing. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of sports cars on there. But do you know what I would say? Um I don't think that the opposite is true. Like, just because you've got some material aspirations, that isn't something to be ashamed of. That mm-hmm. isn't that it's what they represent, right? Um, and for some people, um, a nice car or a fancy holiday or somewhere that you want to live, it's it represents an outcome for all of the the effort that goes into it, and it and it is a big driving force for some people. So. Um, I think at the end of the day, your your vision planning is going to be very personal to you. Um, and a lot of goal setting is about knowing yourself, isn't it? And, and knowing, you know, digging deep and trying to understand why you're doing this. And, you know, that's become a bit cliched, hasn't it? Within our industry, within property training circles, it's, you know, the whole, uh, you know, know your why and that sort of thing. But Just looking behind you, there's Simon Sinek right underneath Roxy Mafuzi. Simon Sinek's great. Yeah, <laughs> so there's love, know your why and your yeah, manifest. <laughs> I, 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 I love Simon Sinek stuff. And, you know, it's, but it's, I guess the point I'm trying to make is just because you spent two minutes mm. thinking about what your why is, that's not goal setting. That's that. That's you're barely dipping your toe into goal setting, um, and it's it's really finding a process that works for you. So, how do you use goal setting within your property business then? So to take it right back, so you it starts with a visualization. That is yeah. that is the key thing because that's the end. It's like anything in property. You start with the end in mind. Yeah. So we start with that vision board that I like to try and separate into different parts of my life yeah because there's work there's family there's me and there's 
extended family and there's so there's lots of different parts of vision it's not all about me but i obviously need to be in there this episode is brought to you by changing spaces your hands-off interior service calling all itchamo student accommodation service department and apart hotel investors if you're looking for hassle-free top quality staging and interior services then changing spaces does it all leaving your properties tenant and guest ready every time by using changing spaces you can also expect to boost your rents reduce void periods and ensure your investment flourishes and with over 200 satisfied customers nationwide your success is assured if you're worried about upfront costs changing spaces also offer convenient leasing options Book a free consultation now at changingspacesinteriors.co.uk forward slash contact and spend your time finding your next deal. Yeah. Um, and you start with that vision and then I, because I'm naturally a person who likes to break it down, yeah. I do the five-year plan Yeah. and I actually print out five bits of paper, five A3 bits of paper, and I almost split that vision board yeah. into five years. Yeah. And so if I said that I want to go to Africa on safari, I now have to commit to sticking that into a year and everything kind of yeah. gets pulled down. Yeah. Because then I can start going, right, how much does that cost? Yeah. Or how are we going to get there? And if I have numbers at the bottom of every single year, yeah. I'm then going to go, right, well, my three bicycles a year ain't going to cut it. Yeah. I'm going to suddenly have to do an apart hotel yeah. or something. And if you want it and you want it for a reason... So if you've got a date, why you want it? Because that's that's where people get the fear. Yeah. They go, oh my God, that, that's £10,000 per month in the next two years. You could do that if you wanted to, but then people start going, oh, that's too soon, and they start pulling it back. Yeah. So I look at that going, right, there's a big birthday. There's a reason why I want that thing on that year. Yeah. It's, it's not just a nice to have. I have to have a grounded reason because otherwise it just moves. Yeah. And I do that for five years. I cost it up. Yeah. And then I work back my strategy. Yeah. And then that strategy goes into, as I said, it's it's broken down by year. And then it's broken down by quarter. Yeah. And that quarter is where I'm putting in those KPIs. Yeah. That is building towards that end yeah. of year. So that's the structure. And it's actually really difficult to avoid heading off down a dead end with your property investment mm -hmm. journey if you like and, and unless you've taken some time out to, to go through this process isn't it because there's an there's an order in which this stuff needs to happen you know you quite rightly pointed out there that um you know looking at property deals or even deciding what strategy you want to deploy is immaterial almost before you've decided what goals you're trying to hit mm -hmm. because you know, it's only at that point when you decide, right, and I think it's really important what you said uh, about putting a financial cost to your goals. You know, what is that going to cost either as a lump sum of cash, if you like, or what is it going to require in terms of re a recurring income stream? And then you can start to find the strategies that are going to match the areas in which those strategies work. And then you start looking at property. So I know when I'm working with a coaching client and, you know, right off the bat, they're sending me um, properties on right move are like whoa hold on a second yeah. you know wind it back a little bit where are we going what are we doing this for what are we what are we heading towards and you mentioned fear mm. particularly around putting numbers on things but I've also experienced the opposite to that I know that you know and I think one of the barriers that I suspect um, my wife Caroline has to sitting down and going through the vision is the fear that it will be 
insurmountable, uh, not achievable, mm -hmm. you know. And, and yeah, it's all well and good. We'll, we'll talk about, you know, these fancy holidays and stuff like that. But is it really going to happen kind of thing? Because it's just going to cost too much money. And That is a very lived experience of life in general yeah. that when you've when you've you, probably from parents yeah you know you don't dream don't dream because it ain't gonna happen 100 percent. and but you know what the actual process of going through the goal setting had the, the opposite effect and, and i think was really liberating <laughs> because once we broke it down yeah the the end number is big once you break it down and get well that actually means we only need to hit this income by the end of this year this income by the end of next year and you look at that and you go well that's actually really achievable mm -hmm. you know yeah 100 percent. and so once you start to see it broken down into manageable chunks then sometimes those dreams that might have seen pie in the sky suddenly become and you know then why you're grafting the next day you know why you're picking up the phone to follow up on those those deals or whatever it is that you're doing you know and let's face it there are times when it gets tough and we do question ourselves mm -hmm. and i think that's also the value of goal setting isn't it you know doing viewings you know in the middle of summer and everything looks lovely and yeah. you know or is actually going through the grind and you know a wet soggy day in november and you know your kids in tow yeah, you know, taking yeah. into viewings, there will 100% have been times when you'll have gone, why am I doing this again? Yeah. And that's what the goal setting is really to try and drive you towards, isn't yeah. it? And we've talked a lot about how there's similarity, how we are very different, but the similarities yeah. in, our, in our partners and ourselves. And and I would always say that when when we started, I, I, the first time we did this must have been five or nearly six years ago, and it was my husband pushing me, pushing me, pushing me, and yeah. I hated it. I sat there going... <laughs> I probably went in a grump more than once. Yeah. I'm I'm quite happy to admit <laughs> that. And I didn't like being pushed. I didn't yeah. like being told you're not thinking big enough. Yeah. You're you're not doing this well. Yeah. Basically. I don't yeah. like being told that I'm not doing yeah. something right. <laughs> um and it it was very it was hard for me. Yeah. And Ryan couldn't necessarily totally understand why it was hard for me because it was easier for him in the way that he would think about it. Um and it came, I think it was a beginning or must have been towards the end of last year, we were re-looking at everything. And for the yeah. first time, I turned around to Ryan and went, that's not big enough, you're thinking small. Yeah. And it was just that moment of the lived experience of doing it, the practice yeah. of goal setting, the practice of doing it, seeing it, and for the first time, me picking Ryan up and going, that's not big enough, mate. Like, no, you've got to aim. And there you have the theory. So love him or hate him, Grant Cardone. Yeah. What's your thoughts? Not a massive fan. Yeah, um, I and I I would say personality wise. Yeah, I would agree. It's it's he's he's yeah. a tough one, but he does have a lot. I mean, he's he's done what he's done well. Yeah, you know, and he has a lot of theory in terms of ten x. Yeah, and a lot of people will have heard ten x and um say that you must put ten times more than what it is you're trying to achieve because yeah. equally, if you only got three times more, you'd still be yeah. delighted it was three times more. And it's a hard theory to to work with in your goal yeah. setting because it pushes you so far out of your comfort zone, and yeah. you need to be taking ten times the action. And that. but th there is a theory in that. So we talk about stretch targets as well. Yeah. Don't put what you think you're going to do anyway. Yeah. You have to put something that's ahead of you, something that's harder to achieve. Fing finger tips grasp. I think that's yeah. the right distance. Like not too far ahead. Because that can also become, dis you know, when 
you know, when you don't make, when you don't see signs of early progress, you could lose motivation if, if a goal you've set is just too astronomical. But like you say, uh, it, it's got to challenge you and it's got to push you out your comfort zone. So I always think it's like you're grasping for something. It's got to be almost yeah. there within reach, but you just need that little bit of extra push. But it, it is a skill. You use the word practice. Mm -hmm. And I, I think it's 100% skill and not everybody takes to goal setting naturally. Mm -hmm. So don't beat yourself up if you find the process difficult yeah. you know we've coached people together in goal setting and um it's it's you know it's it doesn't come naturally to everyone no. you need you need a bit of support and guidance sometimes which is the third party that you talked about yeah absolutely and it's it's just it's very rewarding the hardest time to do it is the first time yeah. when you see it happen it's so rewarding to actually know you've ticked some of those stuff off and yeah. and one of the things that we had um, on our vision board was way back when we started is that we wanted to go and take an extended holiday or time yeah. to go back to our home of Shetland yeah. and spend time with our family. And some of these things you have in your vision board and your goal board, they don't always happen in the way you expect yeah. them to. And we upped sticks from Scotland a year and a half ago, maybe slightly more than that now. And just the way things worked out because we did it we made the decision and we put our house in the market i think within the same week it yeah. was one of these kind of like right if we're gonna hit our goals we're gonna need to yeah. go do something yeah. and we made that decision and ultimately what it meant is that we found ourselves homeless for about four four and a bit months and two young children a one-year-old yeah. and a i guess she was six seven at the time what are we going to do? Family members probably saying, you're crazy. Oh, what, what, are you, naturally. You know, what are you doing? So we moved back home to Shetland and stayed with our family. Yeah. Um, and we were home for four and a half months. My daughter even did a term of school in yeah. the same primary school that my husband went to primary oh, yeah. school at. And I mean, it was it was hard. It was quite intense. But that wasn't you drifting. Far from it. Exactly. That, was, that was all about the vision, wasn't it? And so many things happened in that time that we were home. And it wasn't till I was on the phone to, I uh, was another a mentor that I was speaking to and we were, we were chatting through some other kind of strategy stuff. Yeah. And he said, you do realise you ticked off that bit on your vision board. Yeah. And I hadn't twigged. Yeah. And it took someone else to point out to me going, well, that's that was your vision and you're yeah. doing it. And I went, bloody hell, it's not how I imagined it. Yeah. But it did happen. Yeah. And we had that opportunity. We went home and it was it was it was a different lifestyle. It was amazing for our daughter to get to experience yeah. that. We the amount of time that we got to spend at our great granny's house yeah. and family members, memories that she gets to make. And part of that then became when we moved down here, we went and bought a caravan. We're those people now. And <laughs> you know, we we're off to go back home now for another month because we've yeah. got that time of freedom. Yeah. Um We'll find out how that works out while we're getting planning permission on a property at the same time. But, you know, those are challenges and you just face them. But those are the goal elements that you sometimes put on paper. Yeah. And they will happen if they're there because subconsciously you're not you're not going to stop them from yeah. not happening. And I think that was the key. Yeah. There would have, If I wasn't on my bit of paper, I probably would have subconsciously tried to go, well, we'll just move down and we'll stay in an Airbnb for four months. Yeah. But you've reminded me of another real benefit of of goal setting and going through that process and that is celebrating success yeah we are terrible at celebrating success but how will you ever do that if you're not putting a marker in the sand at various places to say hey 
you know this is this is a benchmark this is this is a staging post if you like on on the way to where we're trying to head to and if you're just if you're just drifting towards a loose idea of your future it's really difficult to to actually mark those moments isn't it and say hey yeah we did that you know we are one step closer yeah um and for me it's all about direction that that's really the the key in all of this it's about giving yourself that that purpose and, and direction and again there's another cliche within property training circles about um a property deal being a shiny penny mm-hmm. which really all that means is that you're you're doing things in the wrong order you're not ready for it yeah you're, you're not ready for it or it's it's where does it fit you know it's and i think you get a lot better about learning what to say no to mm-hmm. once you have your goals in place and 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 your your vision is clear because then otherwise you know everything seems like a potential opportunity if you don't know where you're heading it's like driving off without a sat nav isn't it like you could turn in any direction you but you don't know yeah. if it's going to take you where you want to go in the most efficient way you might stumble on something nice but Really, it's just as much about learning what to say no to mm-hmm. as you go through, because there'll be plenty of opportunities you've seen, and I know there's plenty of opportunities we've seen where we go, "That's uh, a good deal for somebody, but not for me. sure, but not <laughs> for me, and not for me right now." Yes, like it could even be for me in the future, or maybe it was in the past, but right now it's not a deal for me. It's because I know where I'm going. And sometimes you have the flexibility if you have an idea of so this building we're in this park yep. hotel to be so we're talk about planning permission this <laughs> yeah. is what we're in the middle of um this was one of those that wasn't on my vision board because i didn't say i want to do an apart hotel i'm pretty sure you would have yep. known me a few months before when i have yep. no intention of doing service accommodation in <laughs> yeah. any shape or form yeah <clears throat> but because i had a number down yeah and when we looked at this building it ticked the boxes and it ticked the boxes in a way that was better. It ticked the way all of those things. So for for us, the strategy the, the the of doing our goal setting allowed us to pick up a property that ticked way more boxes because we analysed it very quickly. And if it hadn't ticked the boxes, it would have been gone. Never bothered about it. Moved on. But because we weren't so focused on it, must be an HMO or it must be a buy to let or a flip. We were just open. But with a focus, it allowed us to do that. So that's that's the flexibility of it. But I sure as heck wouldn't have been able to have done that two, three years ago and looked at this building and understood where it, f- it fitted in because you had to say no to enough stuff to be like, I'm not ready for that. Yeah. But you know what really grinds my gears? You have people that sign up for property training yeah. and, or mentoring or any type of kind of coaching or even if they're doing it themselves. And they won't even give visualization or goal setting a goal yeah i've been in situations where i'm telling someone just go do it like i thought it was arty farty airy fairy stuff i wasn't interested in it but you don't know what you don't know till you've tried it and you've done it and seen it just stick to something bugs me absolutely bugs me just do it give it a shot even if you think it's not for you try it till you find the way it works for you you have to come into this stuff with an open mind don't you and i know thinking back to my experience of working with um performance athletes you know there are plenty of talented people out there but that they're not necessarily the ones that always go on to have the success it's the ones that are um focused the ones that are productive and that have a clear vision that they're working to otherwise that talent can go wasted and i think that same applies to to property investment you know like you say just 
just do it. You'll find your way. Like everybody does it differently. We've already talked about how we, we goal set slightly differently. But yeah, you've got to try these things, haven't you? Mark, let's play Would You Rather. This always makes me slightly nervous. You can already tell for this, and I don't like being put on the spot for a, for a straight answer. That is my strategy of this entire podcast is to <laughs> Make slowly, me yeah, absolutely. <laughs> okay, go for it. Right, goal setting. Yeah. With or without your partner? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to say, as much as I think it's harder, I'm going to say with. I'm going to say with. Okay, and I'm going to say without. And I think that okay. might come from each of our own personal okay. parts in yeah. that right now I'm really focusing on where am I going. Yeah. Now, you have to come together at some point. That, that I will put that in yeah. there. But I like to go away without the pressure of someone saying, what's your ideas, where's that going to go? I like to have some time to myself to yeah. understand what I'm thinking. Okay, so here's what I said with because I feel that when you're on, I, I keep using the word journey. I do apologize. I hate the word journey. Yeah, we need a buzzer to sound whenever I say the word journey. But when you're on a life journey with somebody and you're entwined like that, I think ultimately it's going to be um, more productive if you work on your goals together. But do you know what? Just listening to you say that, I, you're you're winning me over slightly, yeah. actually. Because well, no, I just wonder because we have I have always done it with Caroline. We've always sat down, and it's it's not been an easy process because it's trying to sort of unpick what the other person wants as much as as mm -hmm. and, and you know it's not always easy to 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 feel like you've got a free platform to kind of express that so maybe we would have been better as a starting point to have done it separately and then come together so for next goal setting yeah. won't you come and give us a review as to, to how that went maybe yeah because I, i'm just i'm just thinking while you're saying it because i think that's again i've said I'm, I'm fairly clear on vision and things like that i'm fairly good at visualizing that stuff but actually and and therefore we spent a lot of the time trying to coax that out of caroline maybe if she'd have had some like time to just you know blue sky her her own vision board and then we bring the two together and see where there are uh bits that we do separately and bits where they mesh together we might have got somewhere quicker so yeah okay caroline this is your opportunity to go and book <laughs> a weekend away on your own in a nice hotel with a spa on the premise of doing your vision board well i told you about the diamond ring didn't i i mean what do you remember that? I mean, where did that come from? That was totally out of the blue because I did try and. Uh, in fact, we did a, a, an for, element for of for all this. the listeners. You are married. We are married. Yeah. So this is so she a has diamond a ring. ring for no reason whatsoever. <laughs> I'm I'm down with that. If a girl wants a diamond ring, go and buy her a diamond ring. This had never been spoken about <laughs> until we did this goal setting. And suddenly, yeah, I want the diamond ring by June. It's uh, okay. Wow. Did you buy the diamond ring? Actually, we're. Yeah, I haven't got long, put it that way. <laughs> Watch the space yeah. to find out whether... Uh, Your goals change. Your goals change. No, no, no. no. That's a cop out. <laughs> right. Mark's off to go buy a flip so he can afford a diamond ring for Caroline. <laughs> so what is it that the gurus don't tell you about goal setting? I think it's for me that you're 
your goals and your vision board will change over time. I joked earlier about my original vision board is a little bit cringy. Um, but yeah, it's 100% different uh, now. If, if I had to redo my vision board, um, which I'm probably overdue doing, to be honest, then it would look completely differently. And and I think, yeah, it's it's not putting yourself under pressure to feel like you've got a whole, you've got to map your whole life out from day one. Like things will change, it will evolve. It's an ongoing process. It's not a, it's not a set it and leave it exercise. You know, you're going to be revisiting this constantly. Um, I'm going to say something a little bit controversial here as well. Don't make your vision exclusive if you're a parent don't make your vision exclusively about your kids yeah i think that's definitely for me what i wish i knew when i yeah. started out yeah because things change and once your kids leave i mean you, your boy is now hitting that 17, stage 17 young man yeah. yeah thinking about next step in his you know is he gonna leave home to go to university and then that leaves you not suggesting i'm having an identity crisis but it does <laughs> leave you sort of thinking well that's what it's all been about. Is this where last... people have midlife crises? Yeah. Is this what I'm realising? Right here on this Just, couch. Oh, oh dear, <laughs> this, this is what's happening. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it really, I have thought about that though, quite quite a lot recently. Um, I've uh, And I think it's maybe, I'm going to suggest it's a bit of a cop-out actually to, to actually make your visit. Of course, spending more time with your family and stuff like that is going to be part of your vision. Of, of course it is. But make sure that you are so i'm thinking a lot now about purpose about legacy about you know what do i want to feel that i've achieved with with my life um as opposed to just attaching that all to somebody else um as much as that's going to be a really big part of things don't make it all about your kids you've got to think about who you are what you're looking to achieve and what will life look like beyond children and i will say as well that particularly if you have been in a a stronger parenting role which in the majority of times it's going to be the female partner in the relationship you spend your whole time thinking about yeah. the kids getting them ready for school all this kind of stuff yeah. that it's very hard to separate yourself and yeah. i actually think that that is some of the biggest challenges yeah, as like you said is wrapped up in it absolutely it's kind of like oh i really want to take the kids to do this i really want yeah. to i want to send the kids to the school i want to and if you find your vision board doing that, you you do have to look at yourself and say, what about me? Because we talk about, like self-care is everywhere at the yeah. moment and, and knowing that. And I think it's a good conversation yeah. because you do feel prone to some of the elements of the caregiver and, and all those el yeah. parts of it. That, as you said, if the kids are growing up, what are you doing? Who are you? What do you want to have in life? And having some of those hobbies that is... Yeah outside of property outside of family those are things that you do to find yourself and yeah. who are you and it's yeah. it's it's hard work to do that search because it is a lot of soul searching and as you said a cop out to an extent yeah yeah i would agree that there is that challenge that you just go oh it's so much easier just thinking about somebody else rather than putting myself first and thinking about what i want yeah so absolutely agree certainly that's something i personally have been working on yeah and i still struggle with that i'm not gonna lie yeah and actually one of the big things that i realized i enjoyed and that was for me was part of what we're doing in net game club yeah. was part of coaching involving people creating in something absolutely yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please don't forget to like and follow to make sure that you never miss a release. And if you're interested in finding out more about the Net Gain Club, please head on over to our website, netgainclub.com, to find out all about our membership benefits and the events that we've got coming up. Okay, ready? Ready. Am I bossy? I would never suggest that. <laughs> You're a natural born leader. <laughs> I'm very good at spinning a positive on things. <laughs> Do you want me, babe? Or is it just a game? Cause I got high hopes.